Now Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am here with my team members, uh, Sharon McNamara and Mary Baker. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, just wonderful. Actually, no, I'm really tired. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really, really tired today. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am tired, too. And we we really had fun today. We didn't, like, you know, it wasn't, like, a hard work, hard, hard days of work. Yeah, but, I know. We weren't grinding. Um, we were driving in the car all day, delivering um, some goodies to our clients. And it's exhausting driving around, really. And then, like, not eating all day and not drinking. And we're just, like... Okay, we I'm need drinking to like coffee stop now. And, and be a little healthy now. Um, I don't know if coffee at six o'clock at night is ha- considered healthy, but we're making it happen. Can't yeah. hear a single single thing in those headphones at yeah. all there, so <laughs> we'll just take those right off. So I'm gonna up, stay yeah? as long as I possibly can. I might be stealing that coffee. I've got to get myself a drink, but been a little bit under the weather. There's so, some water you can. Oh, have. let me have one of those because let me tell you right now. Before I came here, so I've been home while you guys were delivering uh, presents for us. Right before I got here, I did a Theraflu, some Robitussin DM, but then I re- realized it was the nighttime one, so I might pass out. <laughs> okay. So it's we'll right. have to take you home. <coughs> it's all right. Uh, we can do that. That's okay. what teamwork is for. Absolutely. You guys did a good you know, job. We, we, um, we almost took you to the hospital the other day, mm-hmm. the doctors, forcing, forcing you to take care of yourself. Yeah, I know, but I couldn't miss the very last show of the year, so... I know we're going to be doing a year Last in review. Show. This is like your seat. It's a mess over here. Like the uh, microphone is falling and everything. What's going on uh, over here? I, well, I, I haven't sat there in weeks. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, there okay. you go. Well, So what do we have planned for today? Um, we were going to do a quick little year in review just because um, we were going to have a guest on for tonight. We were going to have Chris McNamara, your nephew, Sharon, um, come and do the national anthem on his electric guitar, but I think we decided it'd be best 
to probably do that at the beginning of the year. Why not kick off the year um, with some flair or kick off 2020 with some flair? Yeah, the Roaring Twenties. Um, so tonight we're talking a year in review and how um, 2019 in real estate sales and kind of um, our team, how we did which I'm kind of excited to talk about. Yeah. And usually I'm not the one to get into stats, but um, I was reading these as we were pulling the reports and it's kind of interesting to look at. Yeah, um, I think it is. Um, at least... This has all me. the way until 2015. I know. We'll just focus on the past few years because every year, as I'm sure you well, know, we every year is different. And, um, to, well, I thought it was cool to do like a five-year review and then a year review so that's more primary but just to see where we've gone over the past five years i think is kind of crazy too um but that's just i was just saying i'm usually not going to get lisa tomorrow in traffic real quick lisa Well, thanks, Sharon. Uh, As if we needed any additional issues, the expressway southbound is inching along from the tunnel all the way down through East Milton with the center lane breakdown after Bryant Ave. Northbound's locked up from East Milton up past Naponset Circle. Route 3 south delays from the expressway down past Route 18. And Route 24 south is slow from 93 down to Route 27 in Brockton. This report is sponsored by Dr. Patient Unity. Surprise medical bills are bankrupting Americans, but insurers refuse to pay their fair share. Doctors support removing patients from billing disputes. Tell Congress to stand with doctors and patients. Paid for by Dr. Patient Unity. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. Um, Just had a nice little break there to talk to Lisa DeMilo from the WATD Traffic Studio, talking about how everybody's getting home tonight in this god-awful weather. (laughs) Um, It's been sleeting and hailing and snowing. Um, Now I think it's just raining. But hopefully everybody's making it home nice and safe. Um, and I can't believe we are, what, eight days away from Christmas? Mm. Which is crazy. Yeah. I don't know how... I it, can't believe that this is our last show of the year. So... I know. I don't feel like, I don't feel like it is. I feel like we still have... Um, we still have some time to go. But anyway... So talking about a year in review and kind of going back to see what happened over 2019 for Boston Connect Real Estate and then Plymouth County in general. Um, I think the biggest thing, and everybody can agree, for Boston Connect Real Estate was moving to our new home. And um, coming to Mattachusett Street was probably the highlight of the year, at least for me. Mm. I'm sure it was for Sharon. Yes, it was uh, a really good year. So, actually, we are playing with some equipment, and I know that's the worst thing that we can do. But then I just adjusted one thing. Can you tell me if that sounds okay to you? Yeah, it sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, perfect. Thank you. You can keep on talking. Okay. Um, So. If we could actually turn it back just a little bit, Sharon, I'm so sorry. Sorry. Okay. Moving forward. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a market review. Um, let's just do the last two years first, um, and then we can go back and do the five-year review. 
but um, but we have lots of lots of fun categories like sold, um, and we have a bunch of different towns too. We have the Plymouth County, of course, because that's where we're located right now. Um, we have Pembroke, Marshfield, um, all these all these fun towns. Um, what else do we have, Mary? Pembroke, Pembroke. Mostly, I did mostly, I mostly stuck, with, stuck with Plymouth County, so we could just do a general overview of what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, so in units sold between 2018 and 2019, we, in all of Plymouth County, we've really only gone up seven houses. So we, the market has been increasing in the number of units sold, but not not greatly, not by a great amount. That's only seven houses, literally. Mm-hmm. There were 5,816 in 2018, and there was 5,867. Now, that's all year to date, so that's just as of December 17th, as of the report being pulled today. There's still several, um, several properties, I'm sure, through the end of the month that are going to end up selling. However, um, that's, that's what it is right now, which I think is kind of Interesting, because yeah. everybody, ever, you think that people are saying that the um, market is so fast and furious right now, but it's really kind of similar to where we were last year. Yeah, I mean, when people say, I think we did a show on this um, before, like just terminology that you hear in our industry, and um, fast and furious is one of them, and mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. So, um, but okay, moving on. So closed units. Um, or wait, listing units. So we did that. Um, average days on market. So um, average days on market for 2018 was 125 days. Um, for 2019, it went up, it, but only by a little bit, 128 days. So by three days. Um, so that's for Plymouth County, and I think that that has a lot to do with, uh, you have to factor in that there's a lot of new construction going on in the, in Plymouth County right now. And there has been, there was in 2018 too. Yeah, so for new construction, you know, when you have something that, you know, it might be on the market, it technically but it might not even have a foundation in so it, it will have high days on market um so that would bring the average days on market um to to, to high and so can you explain what really average days on market is is it just average days totally until like mm-hmm. f- start to finish is it until you get an offer like wh- what is that what is what is the definition of average days on market so days on market and um calculates anything from the moment it's listed in mls until the moment it tef- uh, a property technically goes under agreement under agreement is usually seven several weeks into the process of accepting an offer so say i put a house on the market within a week um we accept an offer so we've had mm-hmm. total days on market would be seven days but the clock is going to continue to accumulate days until it goes under agreement um, and that would be after we um, have a home inspection, after we sign purchase and sale. So technically, although yeah. we accepted an offer seven days into the process, say, um, and it might be marked contingent in, yeah. in MLS, but that means that there is a contingency um, that's in place that might prevent the, the um, home from moving forward. It yeah. has, that, that contingency has to be met. Um, yeah, so by the time the clock stops counting its days on market, if it's two weeks from the time you accept an offer to signing a purchase and sales agreement, that's an additional two weeks of 21 days. So you're 
days on market or average days on market calculates to 21 days. Uh-huh. If it subsequently takes you two weeks to get an accepted offer, now add another seven days to that, then your average days on market is 28 days. Because mm-hmm. um, the clock, that's something important to know. Even though I, I really don't think days on market um, equates to too much anymore. There's so many different ways to explain away why something has happened or the time of year or like well, you're saying new construction. Not to cut you off, but yeah, yeah. take into consideration the um, conversation that you had, sorry, tomorrow, uh, yesterday and today are blending together because we've been literally in the car <laughs> the whole time. So I can't remember if you had this conversation yesterday I or today. I got arrested. That was, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. It just I've never been arrested, FYI. Um, but when you, you were listening, you, you first initially left a voicemail for an agent and one of the questions yeah. that you had was you know you know I, I noticed that the house has been on the market for um, quite some time is there any you know sort of explanation for that and um, because we were in and out of the car a million times um, she left you a voicemail as well and, and mm-hmm. her explanation was she didn't really have an explanation I mean we just she's you know she was pretty confident that the house is is solid it's a it's a great it's in a great location it's um you know well maintained but it just no one has come forth with an offer and sometimes mm-hmm. that's the truth i mean it, it, and she said that there might be a little it's a little unique um it's not for everybody yeah and you know we've certainly had properties um like that um but i think that ends up having a lot to do with it most yeah. of the days on market a lot of the times is um, new construction. It's very hard for buyers to envision what a house is going to be, especially when you don't have a model to show. Mm -hmm. And then um, unique properties or something that's just, I wouldn't say not cookie cutter or not something that the average buyer um, would go for. Those tend to take a little bit longer to sell because you're looking for somebody who needs the space functionality. Um, You know, there's there's a seat for every butt. Can I say that? Just stop the other thing. I switched it. I switched it. It happened. But, yeah, I mean, also in Plymouth County, I mean, we're on the South Shore, and we have, you know, quite a few antiques. Not everybody loves an antique. Sharon, you love an antique. I love an antique. We we got an antique, if anybody wants it. I'm sure we'll have more. Yeah. You know, I was um, in Boston this past weekend, and I've been dying to do a tour of the library. Yeah. And I finally got a chance to do that Saturday morning, and did a tour of the, a tour of the Boston Library right there mm-hmm. in Copley, and it was funny because the woman, um, it was all over my head. By the way, she was very much into art and you know architecture. architecture. Yeah, the architecture stuff like I, I I was I can keep up with just because of my tours of Italy and mm-hmm. things like that that I've done. I sound fancy, but I'm really not. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just like just the art, like the, yeah. you know all the art and the paintings and everything on the wall. But one of the things that she was showing was when you first walk into the library and you go in through that first section through those first brass doors, which weigh 1,400 pounds a piece, by the way. When you walk in that big, huge staircase, she said, oh, when I I used to give my tour, I used to say this antique marble until somebody brought it to my attention and said, all marble is antique. Because I almost said, I love a good old antique, but all antiques are old. <laughs> That's true. <Yes. laughs> so it's like a conundrum or like an oxymoron. Yes, it is. Um, well, won't our, our new home be considered an antique soon? 
2025. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be 100. Is it 100? Yeah, 100 to 100 years yeah, to 100 be considered years. an antique. So um, 2025, we will have. Maybe we'll have like. A, I don't know what. I don't, I don't know um, what Facebook Live is getting a view of right now. But <laughs> she really keeps peeking in the corner. Um, but yeah, so our, our new home, our new office. We'll have a 100th anniversary yeah. party. We'll do a we'll do that. 100th anniversary party. Sure. You're planning it? Yeah, yeah. It. I have five over the hill, so over the hill party. Over the hill party, yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. Um, but yeah, so in Plymouth County, I mean, we have a whole wide range. We have everything from an antique to new construction that you know hasn't even had a shovel in the ground yet. So, um, so days on market, we don't really focus a lot of attention on that because that could really be, you know, anything. Mm-hmm. A lot of factors for that. Um, so moving forward, average list price. Um, I like this one. I find this okay, one. you can do this one then. Oh, you, you can do it. No, good. That's a lot of numbers to say, so <laughs> I don't want to fumble. I, I, I'm not even so much primarily fo- focused on the exact numbers, but so for 2018, the average sale price in Plymouth County was oh, $455,063.66. For 2019, now we've only had seven, um, or yeah, seven more houses that have sold in 2019. The average sale price went up om- just over eighteen thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. So it went up from 455 to 473, um, which doesn't seem like much, but I mean. It's almost, think about it, round it up, it's almost $20,000. So it's gone up, the market, the average sale price has gone up just about 4% from 2018 to 2019. Mm-hmm. So whereas we're selling pretty much this a similar amount of units, we're selling for $20,000 more. Yeah. I, I think it's great. Yeah, um, I thought that was super interesting. And then, so now I'm just going to jump because this this was very exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason going back to the four years in or five years in review, so from 2015 to 2019, I was looking at the average sale price across the board. So the average sale price in 2015. So this is kind of nice for anybody who's bought past five years because usually buyers are considering um, potentially selling over five to seven years, right? Mm-hmm. So um, the average sale price in 2015 for Plymouth County, th- this is just single family houses, was $390,000. Bumping up all the way to 2019, we're $473,000. Wow. So that's almost $80,000. $80, $83,000. Over five years mm-hmm. of equity that people have gotten within the, within their houses, yeah. um, if you look at it that way, and I just I I was very excited about that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why? That's why it's like it's because I became a buyer's agent in 2015. Yeah, and that's when I started really getting out there. I think that's why it's like super important if you are sort of thinking about possibly selling, whether it's in the next year or so. You know, it's always a, a good idea to have somebody come to your home and give you an analysis um, just so you can sort of see where you are mm-hmm. um, because you you don't know where you're going to go unless you know where you are right now. I would be um, so happy if somebody, if a real estate agent came to my house and told me that. Yeah. Hi, hey. your house is now worth $1 million. I'd be like, perfect. Can you write me a check? I should <laughs> probably do a market analysis on my house now that every, all, all is said and done. All is said and done. appraised maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun little thing. Oh, we, we could do it live. We could have um, our friend, Mr. Enos, do it. Fun. Right. Idea. Cool. That'll be your project. Save it for the, for the idea bank. 
project for the new year. Um, all right, moving on. So, average days to offer. You want to do that one? Oh, well, it's sort of, it stayed the same. It literally stayed exactly the same. 43 days. That's on the dot. <laughs> That's your answer, everybody. <laughs> 43 days in 2018 and 2019. That's my birthday. 43. Oh, it is. April 3rd, 4-3. Oh, 4 Just saying. Um, we, we won't say the year. Yeah. of the year. We yeah. won't say the year. 1968. No, I was, <laughs> was going to say like 19. Oh, yeah. No, I'm 51. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I, average sale price, we did that. Um, average. Did you do average list price or average sale price? Average sale price. Because I don't really... I guess I, I don't I don't really give too much um, clout to list price versus offer price because I don't care. I mean, you could list your house $100,000 over yeah. what it, the market value really is for it um, and then not get it. <laughs> we, were we were talking about, about that mix last we week. We were talking so. about that last week. Um, so if you want to listen to our podcast from last week, you can go to talkrealestateradio.com. You can find us on Spotify, on um, iTunes. Um, so Talk Real Estate, Sharon McNamara, WTD, all those fun things. BostonConnect.com. I loved that we went to a client's house this morning, and they were talking about all the different places that they can find us. Actually, a several of them. <laughs> yeah. um, we're talking about where to find us on either the radio or I know we have to get them on to like, do um, commercials for us <laughs> yes we're going to Rick and Betty Hanson and we're like you can, you can find them on the YouTube <laughs> uh, you can watch them on Facebook Live John Makuro yeah John was uh, he's oh, yeah, so sick. excited and very <laughs> sad that you were sick I'm really sad that I'm sick. What are you talking about? John, I miss you. I miss you terribly. <laughs> yeah, he said we can come back and sit on the patio. When he has furniture. Yeah, when he has furniture. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so units sold short sale. We don't really care about that. Linda owns... You just made a face like I do care about that. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm, so I, I'm really intrigued by the five years because... I guess by looking at the, the two-year over Plymouth County, for me, what I'm seeing is that we're, you know, we're very similar. We're very similar almost across the board. Um, average sale per square foot and average sale price went up significantly. So average sale price per square foot went up um, $8.75, 71 cents. So I don't know what page you're on, so I have no idea what you're talking, I'm still what you're talking about. I'm still on the same page. Okay. Um, I'm just down here. I know, there's a lot of numbers on this page. Yeah, we're going to have to just actually put this online. Yeah, if you want a copy of this, actually, um, you can just um, go to bostonconnect.com and you can get our contact information. You can email us and we can send you over a copy of this if you're interested in knowing in knowing sort of the um, market statistics in Plymouth County. Mm-hmm. Price per square foot went up eight dollars and seventy one cents from two thousand eighteen to two thousand nineteen. But then average list um, price per square foot was eight fifty six. So that's just going to show you that people were getting over asking for their square foot. Because the list price was actually lower than the actual sale price. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they would get over. Yeah, so they're getting over, that's what um, the market is showing. So you're getting more Per square foot, so a 900 square foot house in 2018 is was worth less than in 2019. Which I don't know. I just found. I, yeah. 
Um, let's do the sale price to list price ratio because I feel like people are interested in that. Um, we sort of we what we do when we have um, a, a listing on the market, and you know, possibly we haven't gotten an offer on it for a while. Every two weeks, we send um, our clients an email with some market statistics and just sort of an update of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do a broad range in the town, and then we also sort of narrow it down so it's more specific, like in their price range or um, style of home, um, so they can sort of see, you know, what is new on the market that they might be competing with, what went under agreement. Um, one has sold in the past two weeks. So um, so that's something that we like to do um, for our clients. And one of the things that we do look at is the um, sale price to list price ratio. And I know um, some people have brought it up in, in some, um, some of Sharon's CMAs. So um, and the sale price to list price ratio pretty much stayed the same. Um, in 2018, it was 98.75%, and um, this year it's 98.87%. Um, so that means that people are getting, um, they're putting their house on the market, say they put their house on the market for easy numbers, $100,000. Um, you know, they'll get uh, $98,870. <laughs> Um, so very, that, very that, close that's, that's what it is. So 98.87% of what you are putting the house on the market for. Um, so in the in a broader range, uh, so higher than a hundred thousand dollars, it might be you know a couple thousand, um, couple thousand dollars more than that. But um, but that's pretty. It's pretty average. I mean, we've seen it be over a hundred percent, and that usually means like a lot of people are getting over asking. Um, so that's you, when you see that. That's more of like a seller's market because mm-hmm. um, people are are um, being more emotional yeah. and um, and spending more money um, on properties, and and sellers are getting and getting more for for their properties. So. Also, it's funny to think about how every price range reacts to different mar- um, different times of year differently. So I know we were talking um, last week talking about real estate myths and um, selling your house during the winter and how that um, how that mentality for sellers a lot of time is I'm going to pull my house off the market. Mm-hmm. Why would I want to list? Mm-hmm. You know, during the holidays and um, you know go through all the storms and liability of shoveling out blah blah blah, but so, um, just the other day, we have a client that's coming back um, to town, and he sent me a property that was just listed in Pembroke for $389,000. Mm-hmm. Now, this price point, um, I think in almost any social town that you yeah. look in, this, this price point of that 300 to low um, 400s is super, super strong and super attainable for Very a lot of and within, um, so it was listed on a Friday. They didn't allow anybody into the until the open house on sat, uh, Sunday. And then by yesterday, by about five o'clock yesterday, they had um, the agent had told us that they had over a hundred phone calls um, on it, um, had a crazy, crazy open house, and also had um, seven offers that were in hand. Yeah, yeah, in hand, more that were trying to come in, and they were accepting one that was exceedingly over-asking. Mm-hmm. So where sellers' um, mentality is kind of to shy away from a winter market, this is just proof that if you're in the right bracket, 
Mm-hmm. Right. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're strategically marketing yourself and making sure that you're listing according to the market that you're in and mm-hmm. not kind of trying to stretch and reach, that's um, boosting your sale bonus price ratio yeah. because they were 389 if they accepted something over asking, they're over 100% of what their ratio would be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, you know, we sort of touched upon this last week, but there's no right rhyme or reason for really anything. Mm-hmm. You can't, yeah, there's pros and cons to everything. Um, I live my life by pros and cons. All issues. we can do is sort of report to you guys the trends that we're seeing. Um, we always tend to have a better, um, better time, better selling selling time, I guess, um, for our higher priced homes in the winter time, mm-hmm. especially in January. Well, I was thinking about this earlier. I'm not going to lie. I was supposed to be home in bed, but I can't sit still, so I opted to shovel some slush off of my driveway, So, but I could not breathe afterwards. Like, that burning sensation didn't feel great, but anyways, if Mark's listening, I'm sorry, but you're welcome. Yeah, you're good in trouble. Yeah, he actually was watching. Oh, he is. Okay, great. <laughs> so, um, but I was thinking earlier about, um, like, what what I'm expecting for next year and, you know, how do we think, like, 2020 is going to sort of come together. Do you guys have any predictions about 2020? Hmm. Great question, Sharon Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know that, Melissa, that my middle name is Lee? I did. Oh, okay. Did you know? Are you talking about my nana? I am talking about your nana. <laughs> yes. And that was the other thing, too. I'm sorry that now I'm jumping in because hopefully Ben can hear us on the radio. But anyways, um... I just wanted to, you know, this last show that we have for the year, too, is I thought it would be nice if we did it as a dedication for Nina as well, because she used to listen to us every week and tell you if we had a good show or a bad show. Yeah. Um, so, um, hello to Nana. I know that you are watching us right now, but um, it was really, for me, one of the most beautiful um, ceremonies. Yeah, and I agree. Um, just just like respect for someone's life and when I left there it made me want to be a better mm-hmm. person and I can see so many qualities that your Nana had I did not know her well I met her a few times but it certainly is no surprise to me why you're the type of person you are because of her so um, here's a tribute to him yeah yeah that was that was the real reason why I haven't uh, I missed a couple shows my Nana unfortunately did pass away but she she watched um, she even she, she, has a, she had a Facebook and she would, she figured it out how to watch us on Facebook and she listened to us and um, something that that happened last week um, Mary and I were setting up you weren't here um, but Mary and I were oh setting gosh, up yeah. and the commercials started and right before our show a commercial for the funeral home played and we'd never heard it before what happened? the, uh, the um, right before our intro started yeah. um, the, a commercial was on for the funeral home that we had our in a service at. It, it was goosebumps. We just looked at each other like, what? what? So we'd never heard it before. Like, so yeah. Well, well, it was she was telling yeah, yeah. She just keeps on getting in that, I love you more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yes, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Um, so yes, bold predictions. Bold for predictions for 2020. Yeah. I love that you say that. Well, it is an election year. Yes. Um, so we tend to see some, some pretty poopy things happen um the election was 63 votes away from impeachment i'm just saying uh, well, i, I say somebody it was sam horton so I, well, 63 <laughs> is a lot 63 votes 63 votes is a lot for impeachment. i could get 63 
people to vote. But you have to have 63 Republicans. You have to have a Republican. Not in the, not in the country. No. <laughs> I obviously don't know how all of this works. I was supposed to be um, born a different we try to keep the politics out of this, but unfortunately, we do have to talk about it in real estate when, when we're talking about um, election years because we do see trends that happen during election years. So every four years, um, we sort of see, you know, some people, um, mm-hmm. you know, some people go into panic mode. Um, yeah. Some people, you know, are, are ready to sell and, and move forward somewhere else. <laughs> um, yeah, did happen when I mean when Trump was elected. Whether again, I don't want to get into politics because everybody has their own viewpoints on that and I just think it's better if we don't talk about it but I do remember doing a CMA for someone after he became president and her reason was is because she didn't want to live in a country that Trump was the <laughs> president of. So I said okay. Uh, <laughs> I find that to be very funny. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, um, well my thought was change your baby's diaper right now. Let's stop worrying about the president. <laughs> So, interestingly enough, okay, just because we're talking um, predictions for 2020 and an election year, so he was elected in 2016, February of, would that, would that be right, February of 2016, or would it be, yeah, it's 2016. Yeah, so in 2016, um, we actually had our healthiest market in over, in the whole five years, mm-hmm. for, between 2015 and 2017. But 2017. you have to also keep in mind that the election, did, 2016 is when he got elected. Yeah. So, I mean, the election is in November. So, yeah. I mean, so he, he doesn't really go in until in the following, following year. year. Yep. So, we only so went, we went down six houses. Yeah. So, the following year? following year, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the economy has been great. I mean, I mean, things are good, for sure. Um, I just think that when it comes to another election, I think, you know, one is, you know, whether you're Democrat or Republican or whatever. And if you want to pipe in on any of this, it's so funny that you just Jasmine's saying it's going to be insane. Oh, insane good? <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's see. Good um, or bad, Jasmine. So, um... Whether you're Republican or Democrat, I'm independent, right? So I um, tend to vote on things like I'm not voting for a party. I'm voting for like policy policy and, you know, things like that. So... But I do think that people get nervous, so I'm, I'm sort of I'm sort of curious why Jasmine thinks it will be good. Because one of my things is, I do feel that the consumer tends to lose a little confidence when it's like, mm, I wonder which way it's going to go. So if you do not like Trump, which it seems like you know a lot of people do not, that you know those are the people that are like, oh, I'm really nervous if he becomes president again. You know, I don't think that I want to be in this game. Um, because, and I think that this is the other thing too, is is if Trump does become president again, I think it's all, everything that the you know, Democrats are doing as well to sort of fight it. It's like, that's what I feel like we've been doing since he's been president. It's just like fighting to get him out. And I just want to like do policy, let him do his time. And then if he does a sucky job, then let's just get somebody else in there again. You know yeah. what I mean? And let that person do what they think that they can do. You know what I mean? So um, again, whether it's Republican or Democrat, doesn't really matter to me. Just get somebody in there who cares about our country and cares about the people, right? Mm-hmm. So that's saying um, it's going to be insane, busy because of low rates, people nervous about um, the turning. 
Um, so whether or not Trump will be staying in, 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 um, as president or getting are we getting a new president, yeah. um, people who were waiting to sell aren't now. Yeah. So everybody who sort of waited it out mm-hmm. in 2019 and was waiting for 2020 to sell, which I feel like we've heard a lot of people saying, oh, you know, in the spring, in the spring. Yeah. The, like they're all going to be popping up all at the same time. So you're all competing with each other. So mm-hmm. more inventory. Yeah. But that's so, one of the things when I was shoveling, that actually brings me back to where I was. <laughs> I was actually thinking about the shoveling. So when I was shoveling, what I was actually thinking about was, I really want to say thank you to all of our clients who really took our advice of don't take your house off the market right now. Oh yeah. Because we've had so many showings on some of our higher end properties. We've had offers on our higher end properties. You know, and, and here's the thing, like one that we had fell apart because the one that we were getting was falling apart based on something to do with the house, right? Mm-hmm. Not because of home inspection or anything, but just like this person prefers gas over oil yeah, or yeah, propane. Yeah. But there isn't anything else on the market for them to really look at, so they're coming back asking questions about propane and, and that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, that. I was thinking I had somebody come through one of my open houses this weekend, and um, it's uh, it's gas, and um, they were disappointed that there were no baseboards. They really like baseboards. Even like they came through with their agent, and they were like, oh, I don't, I don't know why, but they really want baseboards. Like, we're, she only wants to look at houses with baseboards. I said, well, the type of heat. But yeah, for hot water. No, but so she likes the look of them. Oh, really? Yes. She likes the look of baseboards. Hey, everybody has their own taste, but um, I was like, I... You, I it's so hard. It's complicated when you have furniture, because if you put a couch in front yeah. of it... Don't you, you have know. baseboard? I have four swat water, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, do you have baseboards, or do you have radiators? Baseboards. We have radiators here. I love the look of radiators. I, I do too. Yeah. I used to, so my telephone growing up um, as a kid in Dorchester was always next to the radiator in the living room. So I would sit on the radiator as it was warming up and get a nice, like, maybe that's why I really like my heated seats. Get a nice warm bun and talk on the phone. Thank you. Do you know what I did when I was younger? I remember one time I did not want to go to school. I, I really didn't feel good, but, like, I didn't have a fever or anything. Did I tell you this story? So you went over there. I already know what it is, but you didn't tell me now. Oh, I, so I like rolled over like near um, <laughs> where the radiator was and I put my head like really close to it to get my head really really hot and then I ran into my mother's room and I was like mom do I feel hot it wasn't because of a test I was just tired I just wanted to stay home sometimes you just need that type of day sometimes yeah. you just that's why, that's why they're called wait, wait we <laughs> try to give you this day and you're outside in the rain shoveling, shoveling. oh that brings me to my point that I was going to interrupt somebody. All right. Well, we are. Wait, call the phone number. It's uh, 871-837-4900. No. If you have any questions for us, this is our last show of the year being live. I didn't even say goodbye, uh, get a chance to say goodbye and Happy New Year and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah and all those good things. Milo. So if you're listening, Lisa, there's all those things. Um, but if you want to you know, say hello or say goodbye or say whatever to us, uh, give us a call. Ben is at the studio, 781-837-4900. We're not leaving forever. We're just leaving yeah, for two weeks. Just for two weeks. But uh, for the love of Christmas trees, okay, please shovel your driveway. Yes. And your walkways, regardless <laughs> if you are on the market or not, because doing our deliveries, I was mainly the person getting in and out of the car. I'm and and every because the sleet today, every I nearly ate 
it a, a lot at every single house. She got a she got a sitting ovation every time she got back in the car unscathed. And once I got in the right car, because I got into the wrong car last night. Jane St. Croix, I apologize. <laughs> what other things do you guys have to talk about tonight? Do we have anything fun? Uh, <laughs> because you like, you like the statistics. You I do like fun. statistics. Yeah, I do like statistics. I mean, that was my fun stuff that I wanted to go over. And then I thought it would be nice to talk about, like, our year in review and what our highlights from 2019. Well, we have nine minutes to do that. So, That's what so I do you have, like, our final numbers and things like that? Is in, that our head? Head? Um, in our heads. Okay. Yeah. So how many units did we sell this year? 61. 61. Congratulations, girls. Nobody even can see me on Facebook, but you can see my hand. Um, and how many of those were listings and how many were buyers, do you know? Oh, I do not know that, but we're pretty consistently um, even. Yeah, it's pretty even across the board, which is... Um, Ladies, not to interrupt, and I apologize, but we do have a caller on the line. Jasmine is on the line. Oh, hello, Jasmine. Hello, ladies. How are you? Hi, you guys. Great show, great data. I just want to say, uh, you know, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and stress the importance of shoveling less. So that was a really great point. We had a service call last week and now we got a two-week delay. Did you oh, no. Okay. That's what you get. You got a two-week delay because I fell at your house. I'm not really happy about that. Oh, but no. It's a super great point. But I just wanted to call in and say, you know, a really, really... Um, Great work with you guys and a great show and and hello. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Well, Merry Christmas to you too, and thank you for everything you've done for our clients this year. Mm -hmm. Um, You've been awesome, and we love we love having you around. And um, I think a couple of other agents in our office has been reaching out to you, and and hopefully um, you're helping them too. So um, we just wanted to say say that to you too. So Merry Christmas and and congratulations on your new last name. Yes. Yes, that was an exciting year for you. Thank you. you. I know 2019 was good to you, right? Oh. He loves it and says hello. Hi, Herman. (laughs) Hello, Herman. Here's my hand. (laughs) Did you see my hand? Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye. Love you. That's what that means. Love you. (laughs) It is something. Okay, Ben, you have to cut that off. Okay, because whatever that is when he goes on there, it's like so echoey in my ear. Yeah. There we go. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, so that was Jasmine. I love Jasmine. Formerly Jasmine Mendez, but now Jasmine Glasgow. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. A maritime mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you need a... She just did. She just pulled off an amazing um, closing, like literally the most seamless closing we probably ever had. She she closed on a commercial property in twenty. Supposed to tell people. I know, but it happened to me, so I'm sharing it. I mean, it's my story. It's my highlight. I'm not making any promises for anybody else. I'm just letting you know, like, no. And that is one thing I want to say. Like, I, you know, I did my Christmas cards for my family, and on the back I wrote a little note and just said what I'm grateful for this year, you know, and so many great things did happen. And What's your highlight? What's your thing? Yeah, so one of the things, like, I have to tell you, I think it was very overwhelming for me when we purchased the building because so many people came together for me. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I, well, I mean, one of my highlights, even just from moving in, is I loved having that open house and ha- hosting the radio show for the first time from here. I know, so, I like, felt like... Uh, everybody. I thought that was awesome. I felt like a news reporter. Like, I had, like, a microphone in my head, and I was walking around the house, and I was just like, how, who are you here? What are you 
think about the market? Oh, I just want <laughs> like you know tell us something great about yourself. How much? How fun is that? How fun is that? And yeah. we, even right now, we're getting so many well wishes. Like so many people that we talk to. How is the new space? There's so much hindrances. Actually, Mark actually was somewhere the other day, and he was talking to somebody, and he said, "Oh yeah, we bought the building in the center of town." I can't talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, she she will continue her story in a minute. Uh, good for Sharon for trying to come <laughs> come to the radio show when she's so sick. But um, yeah, that was um, so my personal highlight because you're going to have to do a personal highlight from 2019 too. I'm going to make you. Um, my personal highlight. I mean, besides moving to the office, I guess it's got to be buying my house. Mm-hmm. And building the addition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been trying and long, um, but I know we're going to be better for it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. We just got to make it through, and what a good way to end 2019. Everybody yeah. be in their own spaces. So, yeah, I, I was a living statistic this year, um, being 29 and buying my first house, but yeah. I'm 30, aren't I? You got I was 29 when I bought it, though. Yep, you um, you are 30, but you were 29 when you purchased the house, so you're, you're still correct. Um, What's your highlight? Um, my highlight of the year. On the spot. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what my um, I'm not gonna do a personal highlight. I'll just do um, a professional one. Um, obviously the office. I mean, I um, I feel like I was you know sort of a big part in, in the move and sort of making some final like decisions <laughs> and um, and it was fun. I mean, it was chaotic and um, but I never really felt stressed doing mm-hmm. it. Um, we just sort of got it done. We didn't have a choice. We, you know, we were moving out of our old space, moving into our new space, and everything had to be done by a certain date. So we all just sort of did everything that we had to do, and and it all worked out. And you know, we're still doing a couple things here and there, and um, and making some. I can't wait until we have heat in our studio. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> so. You know what will make my throat sound, feel better? Uh, a truffle. A truffle. You want one? A truffle. Are those the Phillips? Yeah, these Phillips. Yeah. Um, yeah, so some truffles. I don't even really know what a truffle is, so I'm just going to pick this one. I don't know. Hopefully so there's some almonds in about Mark? Um, no, oh. my, my story was I'm grateful for everyone who has been in our life. We're very fortunate here at Boston Connect Real Estate. I feel as if we have such a close family. But I don't take that lightly. I mean, our family is all of the real estate agents that work here with their extended family, their husbands, their kids, having everybody come around and just like sort of supporting each other as real estate agents and us helping our agents helping agents so they can be helping their clients is what's so important to all of us here at Boston Connect Real Estate. It's been such a wonderful year. I am looking forward to the roaring 20s in 2020. Uh, No matter what the election does, I am really confident in us as a team and with Boston Connect Real Estate as a firm. And I hope you have that same confidence in us, and I hope that you continue to listen to us all next year. So, ladies, I love you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Ben, we love you, too. Happy New Year. Love you, too, ladies. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.
WATD-FM Marshfield, WMEX Quincy, WBMS Brockton, and Translator W266DA Brockton. The South Shore's first choice for live team coverage of breaking news, emergency traffic, and severe weather. WATD, streaming online.